Hey guys, so today's episode is brought to you by Malibu Rum. Who doesn't love some lime in their cocktail? It's bold, it's juicy, it's refreshing. All the things you could ever ask for in a summer cocktail, Malibu Lime delivers. Malibu Lime is the newest addition to the Malibu family and it is the most refreshing flavor yet. It's ideal for summertime sipping at occasions like a barbecue, rooftop bar, happy hour, beach, and more. For more information on Malibu, please visit MalibuRumDrinks.com or follow them at, at MalibuRumUS on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Hello and welcome back to Betch Slapped. I'm Jordana. I'm Sammy. And Aileen is not here because she just got married this weekend and now she is on her first honeymoon <laughs> in France. France. <laughs> Francois. Yeah. So she's having a great end of August. Um, I wish I were also. I mean, I'm having a good time. It's you know almost I mean? Labor Day. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. You're having a good end of August. It's too. all good. We yeah. had fun at the, we had a lot of fun at the wedding. The wedding was so much fun. We were gonna talk about it in a second. First yeah. first, um, I just wanna say Jordana will be joining me on because Aileen's away, Jordana will be joining me on this Sunday's Diet Starts Tomorrow. Um, It should be really good. We are answering questions that you had for Jordana. We will hear more about her inability to taste sweetness. And um, probably, I assume, I don't know if we'll actually talk about that, but I'm hoping. And then who knows where the conversation will go. You'll have to tune in to find out. And then we're going to play Red Flag or Diet Breaker. So that's just some exciting news. Yeah. I'm excited to be on a podcast with you because I haven't done that in a while. Um, (laughs) So... But on to today's Betch Slapped episode. More on that. For more on that, obviously, listen on Sunday to Diet Starts Tomorrow. Um, But Malibu Rum is our spirit of the summer. And each week, all summer long, we're talking about everything from what we did to where we went and how you can have a carefree summer just like us. So here's our summer moment of the week brought to you by Malibu Rum. So... Let's talk about Eileen's wedding, which we were both basically was the entire weekend for us. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was really, really fun. It, had a great, it was beautiful. I had a great time. Um, danced a lot. Yeah. I'm sure if you guys follow any of us on Instagram, you can see um, all of the moves. They the were, amazing moves. They were legit. I mean, I was pretty proud of you know both of us, honestly, for staying till the very end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We honestly, did. around like 1130, I was... Oh, I was like, oh my god, I don't know how I'm gonna make it through the whole after party yeah. because we had literally we had been doing this the whole day, and also my feet just were unable to yeah, move anymore. Yeah, I switched into those flip flops pretty quick. Same, but you know when like, your feet are in heels and like the bones sort of almost form to the heels, and right. like, they can't then, like. Then you're kind of like, how? Why do I do this? Like, yeah. why is this still like a socially acceptable thing when you're yeah. like walking around and like on basically on your tippy toes? Exactly, it was just a weird construct. Um, but, but I had a great a time wedding. It was I afterwards I went back to um, Mike and I went back to my mom's house and she wasn't there. So she like told the, so she told me she left the key underneath the mat and it opened like the back door. Um, so I went to go do that. And I so Mike was like waiting at the at the front with like our I had like a like a suitcase essentially. This is after the after party. So the end of the wedding. So um, at the end of a very long night. So I have the key to the I have the key to the, the house. I go around. He's waiting in the front and I'm like putting it in. And then I'm just like so tired. And so like it's the end of the night. So I like I couldn't figure out like how to like open the. I've never opened this door before. And I part of me in the back of my head just thought that like it wasn't the right key just because my mom is like she would she like is not like does not have any attention to like the details or like making sure that it would work first. So I, I tried it for like literally five seconds and it wasn't working. And then I saw the dog door. Oh, my God. At the bottom of the thing. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll just like 
climb through the dog door. And then I did that and I scratched my face. You can see oh, it I right here. I was and wondering what that was from. I scratched my face and my arm. Um, so it was like a weird idea. And also like afterwards, Mike was like, oh, that, you know, the key like works, right? <laughs> so, yeah. But whatever, I went through the I went through the dog door. So that was an interesting end to the evening. Um, very unnecessary. And now my face is scratched. Well, but. that was funny because literally on the like when we were taking the bus to go take pictures you were describing this situation with the keys and i was like it sounds simple it's, it, it sounded we were we were literally i think alexa said like it sounds like a really straightforward and you were like it's really this complicated thing and then we we knew there would be a problem if you, it's like if you know my mom you know that she's so unreliable that like I that, thought that I that was she just could like, have done the wrong. I was key. just like, there's no, I don't have zero trust in the fact that like the instructions that you gave me are actually like that simple because like she, she's like one of those people who like, if she says it starts at this time or something will be right. Like you come to her house, there's nothing like ready. There's no food. There's no like anything, whatever. We'll get to that on Sunday. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a feeling there would be an issue, but yeah. We but otherwise the wedding, very beautiful, very, very fun. fun. Aileen looked amazing. It was just so fun. Like, I feel like we danced the whole time. We did. Yeah. I, there was no time where I was just sitting. Exactly. A lot of dancing. We had a great shallow um, sing along. Shallow sing along where we did a. Uh, it's like crowd obligatory. Lift, essentially. Do you think there will ever be another song like or will it just be shallow from now on um, <laughs> that we do that with? I don't know. It might be like the song of the of, of the an era of an era. More at least among our friends. Right. We well, do this well, weird. I think when we now do that kind of like at every wedding. Yeah. It's a thing. We do like a serious. It's like a. It might. It, it, there could be something else. It's the else. new horror. <laughs> the shot. Yeah. It is. Right. It is the new horror. Um, but. Is there we, anything else that happened? Like. I can't think of anything. No. It was like a great. What did you do yesterday? I did not move. Like not the entire day. I'm pretty sure my step master or whatever. The thing that counts your steps. Says zero steps. Oh nice. What did you do? Yeah, yeah, very, very few steps. Um, we were in Glen Cove, so um, I went to go buy some stuff to prepare for my birthday wine tour, which Ooh. is in a couple of weeks, which you will be at. Yes. Um, so I we did that, and then what did you get? Um, some alcohol and some snacks. But yeah, then I went home and we just watched TV and watched Succession and ordered Chinese food. And it was a lovely day. I really needed it. It's been a lot of activities for me in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about our cocktail yes. for Malibu Rum. Yes. So our cocktail of the week is the bubbly pina colada, which is great because I love a pina colada. And to think of one being bubbly just seems even better. So basically, it's one and a half parts Malibu original, half part pineapple juice, half part coconut cream, three parts sparkling wine. And basically what you do is you pour all three of the first ingredients, um, so not the sparkling wine, into an ice-filled shaker. Shake it until cold. And then you pour the sparkling wine into the shaker and stir. And then you strain it into a chilled glass and top it with a slice of pineapple. And there is your bubbly pina colada. So remember, we're going to keep doing this every week, which I think is one more week of the summer. Um, wow. So be sure to come. I know it's so disappointing. It's so disappointing. The good weather's ending. Our Malibu recipes are ending. But it's OK. We got a great ball ahead. Yeah. So be sure to come back for more summer cocktail recipes featuring Malibu rum. And for more information on Malibu rum, please visit MalibuRumDrinks.com or follow Malibu rum US on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. We didn't even talk about how I added a sponsored segment for Malibu in my rehearsal. Oh, yeah, speech. it was amazing. I just remembered that. 
It was our because it's our spirit of the summer. You included it in your in your speech this weekend. It was really funny, and um, everyone loved it. Thank you. They 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 are all buying Malibu now. So there you go. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the launch of Off Campus, our yes. new amazing college content, which is like the amazing guys? If you've been following Betches for a while, you know that we've been we have been we started Betches when we were in college in 2011 as seniors. Yes, at Cornell. So very ambitious when yeah, you think about it. We were very passionate about our college vertical, and we were very excited to have Taylor. Um, be hosting oh it's so funny we just yeah. launched two podcasts with people named taylor yes different taylors taylor's such a great podcast host name. it is it really is so taylor's hosting it with her best friends since i think they were in sixth grade which is you know sounds familiar as a story exactly um and i listened to the first episode and they were just they were great they have amazing chemistry obviously they're real friends in real life yeah um and their stories are just they're good so we were yeah. gonna tell some college stories of our own yeah sam why don't you, why don't you start us off with one of your favorite college stories. Oh my gosh. We also okay. went to high school together, so yeah, sometimes they all blur. But. Right, but we didn't start our high school vertical yet, so. Yes. You know. <laughs> okay, I'm between two stories. One is the story of Max destroying my room. Oh my and God. the other story twice. And the other story is the one that I also told in the rehearsals in her speech with the um, bribery for the for the for Aileen. Remind me of that. You literally heard it the other Bribery? day. Bribery? Like with the 2 d for Oh, yeah. I bribed you. Yes. Yes. Which one should I tell? Um, I think the Max story is like crazier. I don't think I was there. But like I rem- I was like away. I think it was in our room, right? It was yeah. in our room in the sorority house. Yeah. So, okay. Here's the story. Um, this was like sophomore year. I was like kind of like friends with slash hooked up with this guy who yes, he was your date for the formal so he was so he was my for i think it was crush party even or no you don't have dates for a crush party it must have been formal i think it was formal okay so he was my date for our formal so basically like whatever we go to the formal things are they seem normal i guess i i really don't remember that many details but the one the important detail is the one i remember which is so we go back to the sorority house me jordana and our other friend amanda all I lived in a room together we did i think i'm pretty sure this night Oh yes, I, this night I so I was I, my boyfriend at the time. I I was staying I stayed at his apartment that night, so I wasn't actually there. But I re- I'll tell those I'll tell the post story, which is me walking back, not hearing anything about this yet. Yeah, because anyway. <laughs> that's so weird that I wouldn't just like immediately tell you. Okay, so basically we have we get back, and I guess we're like hooking up in my bed, and then I guess I go to the bathroom and like leave the room for a second because okay. okay. I come back and the door is like straight locked. Like it's locked. There's no way for me to get in. And he's in there like by himself. And made himself quite at all. Yeah. Oh, he did. And then like all of a sudden we start like here. Other people in the sorority are like back to and they're like aware that like this door won't open. Like and there's a guy stuck in there. And he starts like throwing himself and many objects like around the room i guess in frustration that he couldn't, couldn't like, open the open door, the door. <laughs> so he starts like literally i picture like in a movie you know when like someone goes to like fuck up a house like sweeping everything right. off the desk like that's like actually <laughs> like what happened like so, the hulk yeah it was like a hulk moment and then he starts like trying to like kick the the panel and the door to like get it yeah get it and he actually does so there's now a hole in the door that he that we're able to see inside and he can see out obviously but he can't get out because like he can't you still can't reach like the knob or anything okay 
And so we're now we're watching him like freak out about being like so you can in the see room. him. So I could see him. It's like a little peephole. It wasn't little. It was kind of okay. big, <laughs> but like not big enough to climb through like your dog door. Um, so basically, he whatever continues like kind of destroying the room. But now we're just watching him do it. <laughs> and like, can you stop? I guess I'm sure I didn't continue to encourage it. I don't know. I really don't know how it like continued. But whatever. Um, eventually, we get the door open, but the entire room was trashed. Yes, I remember. He, I walked back in like the next day. I was like, "What the fuck happened here?" I like literally walked. In, I was like, "It it looked like there was like a like rock band, yeah, in the room, just like going crazy." And I think my my room was. So I had like a room within the room at that point. Do you remember? Yeah. Yes. It was almost like a crib. Yes. On the other side. It was a crib. Um, and I just remember I, I was I, I remember hearing about that and being like, this is so funny. And also like, why is everything everywhere? Yeah. And I mean, so then I, I guess I like stopped like talking to him for a bit after that. But fair. But not for like not forever, because he was at one point my date to something senior year. And because we were like right. hooking up again, I guess we had like rekindled. <laughs> I don't know. I'm an idiot. Um, and then he kind of did something similar to my room in senior year. That's all. It's when he all, got locked yes, in also. I remember that one. He got one, locked yes. in a second time. This is all so college. It's all so ridiculous. Um, I, just while you were talking, I thought of the story about the TV. Oh, well, that was going to be my favorite story. Oh, it was? Okay. I would say it was a series of small stories of just, like, us, like, messing with our sorority just throughout. Yeah. Like, throughout both living there and, like, even after. But I feel like the mo- most of it was, like, while we were actually there. Yes. Um, and we would we would kind of, like, send... We would just troll them. We would send emails to the whole listserv, like, basically about our days, just, like, trying to, like, mess with them until they would, like, remove access from us. We took the, the communal TV and we put it in our room. No, no, no. That, that's, not, that's not how it started. We... Okay, during rush, oh, they right. want to make the they, sorority look They were look trying nicer. to like pretend like the like the sorority rooms were nicer than they were, so they kind of pretended our like three person room was like a hangout area and not like a room where they overstuffed three people. Yeah, basically, right. So they put the t- the nice TV from like the downstairs in there, and they rented a bigger TV for the living room. Right, and then okay, rush ends, the TV's gone. No, 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 the TV was still no, the there. TV in the living oh, room. Yeah. like goes away, but like we just like wouldn't give back the TV that they put in our room. We're like, why would you, if you're like going to pretend to put a TV in there, like we're just going to keep it. Yeah. Um, and then we, we got threatened a lot with like fines and other things. And like, I'm not sure that we were everyone's favorite people in the sorority. No, we definitely weren't. But the fun, like the funny thing is the emails that were going back and forth when we were being threatened to be fined by like our peers. Like yes. literally there was just like another girl in the sorority threatening to find us. And it's like, what are you going to do? Right. How are you going to find us? Standards? But like so, what is standards? Yeah. Right. It's like a fake thing. You're going to write um, out, you're going to write out like a note to like the, the head of all the sorority the, of like the national a chain being like, they didn't bring a TV downstairs. Like, yeah. okay. like what are you going to do? But the funny thing is, so the emails were like, we were just being such assholes via email. Yeah. And at the time, the T key on my BlackBerry broke. So I was like writing it back, except I was using a plus sign for all of the T's. Oh, yes. So the emails are just like so absurd. Right. Like, because they had the t- they had the the plus sign T's. Yeah. On top of the fact that they were just like, so here's the thing. We wrote like really rude emails and we were kind of like assholes, assholes. But 
the whole like sorority system is kind of an assholeish like right. thing. And so there was a part of me that justified all of our like rude emails and like condescending things that we did and like trolling with like no like, one is acknowledging that like this is the, fucked up like, at the, all. Like the proper things that are sent out are like kind of fucked up. Yeah. So like we're just going to like make this into like a chaotic mess. Yeah. And that was and okay, at one point, this was two years later, senior year, we got banned. So we were banned from writing on the listserv. Like they yeah. privatized the listserv. I think I did de- I deactivated senior year. Yeah. But so this I was wasn't before you deactivated, I, I think. No, I deactivated first semester. Oh, you did? Okay. I wanted well the story about I wanted to go to Vegas and my mom wouldn't pay for it since she just paid for my summer uh, for my semester abroad. So I figured out that if you deactivated from the sorority after someone already paid, they wrote a check to you. That's amazing. So I took that money <laughs> that was supposed to go to the sorority and I went to Vegas. Anyway. But um, we, so two years later at one point, we were like, we didn't have listserv access, but we wanted our voices to be heard. So we literally, Cornell people searched on the Cornell website. Every single person on our sorority typed in all their emails so that we could then write everyone an email. But wait, we didn't finish the TV story. Oh. They were threatening to fine us. Then they were like, like fine we'll just go get the tv ourselves and we're like yes you're welcome to it that's the whole time like we were just not bringing it down ourselves right but then i think it was amanda who put like a used condom on was it used yes or it was definitely whose used. condom was probably it? yours because we got it from the the room that was your <laughs> i don't think so it must have been or it was some other person you're the one just telling the hookup story it might have been yours Who i was? know it was not mine but so we put the condom on it they weren't happy and then eventually we just let them take it. Yeah. The ending is not as exciting as the beginning. We gave up, but it wasn't about the ending. It wasn't anyway, about the TV. It was about the journey. We've since grown and now we are uh, very mature most yes. of the time. Jordana's um, almost 30 next week. Exactly. Or two weeks. And I'm turning 30 in two weeks. And I don't send out uh, trolling emails anymore, mostly because I don't have time. Uh, <laughs> you're very busy I'm very busy so we should talk about another person who has clearly evolved and that yes. is taylor swift with her new album lover she has i mean i okay so i you told me to, we were talking about this today so i listened i only listened to each song like once i only had time to really listen to it once i didn't have like the time to do like a full like intensive Analysis. like deep dive thing but i got a good sense of it um and i think it's a solid album yeah, I love it. I listen to it like all day on Friday on repeat several times and I definitely have favorites. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we'll, we'll play the ranking game in terms of like the actual Taylor Swift albums. I thought it was a good album. It wasn't my favorite, but we'll get to that later. Um, I, yeah, I do wh- think it's high up there, though. It's good. Yeah, um, I like I like the song that the single that's already been released that you need to calm down. Maybe yeah. that's just because I've heard it. Th- I can't tell if it's like the songs that are going to be my favorites are the ones I've already just like heard the most because you know how that becomes a thing. Yeah. Or if they're like actually the best songs. You need to calm down. I really like but it's because I've now heard it so many right. times. Well, I'm like, I want to hear the new songs more. I love Lover itself. Like, Lover is my that, that is my favorite one of the ones that. Yeah. Thus far. I, I it's it's one of my favorites. I it's, like the ones with the Dixie chick. Oh, that song's so sad though. I know. I kinda like her like more mellow music. I don't Yeah, I like her mellow music too. She has like usually her, her albums have like one really good poppy one that I like and then like the rest are like the kind of like more introspective, slower ones. Yeah. My favorite ones from I have many favorites from this album, which is how I know it's it's really good. Um Cruel Summer, Cornelia Street, Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince, which I, I didn't like is, that one. Oh, you don't? No. It might grow on you. Might grow on me. Again, I've only listened to them like all like once. I think he knows. Do you like paper rings? 
Paper rings I thought was solid. Glover is s- definitely the best. I could see you getting into paper rings like later. I, yeah, I feel like I'm going to I'm going to re-listen to all of them like a lot this week, I think, and then I'll have like a more solid feeling. I didn't The only one I got like upon initial like listen that I was really into was Lover. Yeah, I did love that the first time I, I heard it. Um, the thing, yeah, I think that like with Taylor Swift's albums, I usually have like an early favorite and then like later favorites. Mm-hmm. Like um, like Blank Space. Right, but Blank Space was a single. I mean like, yeah. Like an example would be um, Out of the Woods was like an early favorite and oh. then I got like less into it. Not Not into it, but... Then I got more into got like more Wildest into Dreams. Ones. Which album was that? 1989? Yeah, 1989. Right. I love Taylor Swift mostly because I feel like she's our age, right? So she's sort of like evolved in a like with us. Mm-hmm. We've like grown up with her. Like she's literally, I think she, she's 29 right now. Yeah. Um, as so you can tell from I'm her, not her, her age. Her album, in, her album is 1989, which is the year that we were born. Yes. Um, and I think that like her, her songs have always been released at a time where they like made sense for me. So like even like Red, her early album, I feel like now does not, is not quite as relatable. But at the time when we were like 20, yeah. I was like, oh, this like this is like how I relate to the world. I love Red. It's funny. Elise said that, too. She wrote that on one of her stories. Yeah. Elise Morales. Yeah. She was like and this. And she also got engaged yesterday. So it, like it's all coming. it really fits for her. Is Taylor getting is Taylor like married? One of her songs like seemed to imply that she was like married or something. So I I don't think she is. But there was like speculation that she had maybe married um, Who's she dating? I always now she, she's dating Joe Alwyn. She has, but there a while, had been right? yeah, but there had been speculation that she had like potentially gotten married, but I don't think that she did. Hmm. Um. You know what song I didn't like? The man. What about the man? Oh, I don't like the sound of that song, but I think the lyrics are really good. I just feel like oh, I don't want her like that's like very much ties into her like victimy thing. And I just like I don't want to like hear your like take on like why you're so oppressed right now. Yeah, here's like what I was thinking about with Taylor. Like she, again, like even when this album, which I think is like less victimy than her than many of her past actions right. and albums, like it still has like a twinge of it. Like there's still like I forgot that you existed, which is like obviously shade. There's still the man thing, which like is true, but it's like you're the wrong messenger because like right. you are uncancelable. Like literally, like no matter what Taylor Swift does or says, like. She Maybe that's why she's leader. like, I need to be the the, the messenger. But right. it's also just like, I just don't think like, of no. her as like one of the more oppressed artists. No, you are selling out MetLife Stadium. You are not an oppressed artist. You are like, your voice is very well heard. You have fans who are so diehard that you could literally shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue and no one would care. Like right. they would still be behind you. Like she's an uncancelable person, which is why her victimhood is so frustrating she's because annoying. it's not like anyone has ever. I mean, people do come for her, but it's never worked so it's like, yeah, it's like they come for her in like a way that like anyone that's large is going to get com- like people come for like anyone who's big. Like there's no one who's big that gets completely left alone in, by all people. Right. And it also seems like she does things that like are a little sketchy, like the way that she like started a fight with Scooter Braun on Tumblr. Like yet she wants to be taken seriously as a business person. Whatever. We can't right, get into that now. Anyway, but the, the album's good. Um, I'm getting I'm excited Love to like it. get more like doing a bigger deal. How many songs are on it? 18. It's really long. Oh, that is a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to listen to the ones you suggested. Um, and then I got into some more. But yeah, I still like you need to come down. Definitely very catchy. Yeah. 
Um, so what do you think about the down. fact to that? Let's talk about Bravo for a hot sec. Okay. What do you think about the fact that Bethany left? Um, devastating, but I respect her decision. I understand. Did you read anything about this? Like, did she give a reason? She wrote a great post on Instagram. What'd she say? Um, it was just like really humble and like appreciative and like, I just, she, I feel like she and Andy are like very good friends. So it had to have been like a very like, yeah, she left out on top. I think she just wants to go like kind of live her life a little bit. And right. Like, I feel like she has this daughter that she probably doesn't want to like see her like acting like she has to act on, yeah. on New York, on like the Housewives. Right. That. And also apparently it came out that she's like still technically married to Jason Hoppe. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. So which is like, but like I don't know what that has to do with this or if it does. Is she but still maybe. married to him so she doesn't have to like give him half of her money? Maybe. I feel like her just like. I feel like she just didn't have a prenup and now like he won't give her a divorce unless she gives him like literally like millions and millions and millions of dollars. That's like terrible. He seems like literally just the biggest shithead. I mean, yeah, I don't actually I mean, we don't actually know like know what anything. the like what she's done and what he like. I mean, you hear all you hear is like her side, which is that he's a like deranged lunatic, which he sounds like he might be. Yeah. But like maybe there's this whole other thing that she's doing that like he doesn't know about who know that we right. don't know about that we've never heard his side from. But it's, he does seem crazy. But it's kind of crazy because like I watched all of the New York episodes. I forgot it was this winter. I think it was last winter. Um so I got so I was watching their like dating and they seem like she seems like so in love and so into him. And it's kind of just crazy. It's just the fact that you could feel so strongly about someone one day and then the next like i always think about that there's just like your biggest enemy yeah i always think about that like how does that happen like how does that happen yeah i don't know i mean he's the father like they have a child together it's like remember when she wrote a place of yes at that time yeah and i was like oh what an expert yeah (laughs) lol maybe that's whose advice we were following who we shouldn't have been perhaps so um but yeah i mean i think it sucks because i feel like she was a she's a big part of what makes the show really good right um just sort of like her her energy both good and bad like when it's good it's good and when it's bad it's bad but like it all it's always entertaining yeah um but i always feel like she she always kind of did seem like she didn't really want to be there yeah during all the things she was always like coming late and leaving early and like doing the ma- exact amount of time that she needed to do to like get her like hours in and fulfill her contract right but you kind of always could tell like she really didn't want to be there understandable i mean i hope that like they don't i know they are gonna replace her but i hope that i wish that they wouldn't i hope they don't replace her with barbara no 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 that's not that's not happening um it's apparently some other woman but who i can't remember her name but i wouldn't be surprised if she's back I would rather her they not replace her with someone and they just let them like just make the group smaller. It's fine. I wonder if this new boyfriend that she has is like an influence on her to also have left. Maybe. Maybe he was like, I don't want to be on the show. And she was getting pressure to get to have him on the show. Right. Maybe she just wants to like live her life as like a real person. Yeah. She has enough money. Yeah. And like she really does already. Yeah. Um, And other Bravo drama. Kristen Doody. Doughty. Dude. I have no, no idea. I've never I, known how to. Dowdy? I think it might be Dowdy. Said that. <laughs> <Kristen> Doody. <laughs> said that Jax blocked her on Instagram. She wrote like a whole post. Speaking like, of people who haven't evolved. <laughs> yeah. The Jack did not evolve. Did not um, block. He didn't unfollow her. He blocked, blocked her. And it's unclear, but it seems like it happened sort of around the wedding. But Kristen says that it has nothing to do with Britney. So unclear. Has to do with Jax's personal issues? 
I don't know. Apparently, I've, I've heard speculation from Bravo historian who we had in the office the other day, just to like say, hey, that it may be um, who is now writing for our website. So you guys should check out some of her, you know, thoughtful opinion pieces on on <laughs> that, which is Bravo. Um, and she basically said that it seems like potentially it's related to Carter, Kristen's boyfriend, okay. that like it has to do with him. She like maybe wasn't supposed to bring to the dating? wedding or something. They're like an on and off situation. Okay. But it's unclear. But Kristen's apparently not friends with Stassi either anymore. That's weird. I feel like they've always, I mean, Kristen's always seemed like the biggest lunatic of them all almost. Yeah. Just like an uncontrollable urge to like have shit happen. Just like create drama. Yeah. But that's good for the show. So hopefully next season is less boring as shit because all of them are like just like getting married and buying houses and it's not fucking entertaining. So yeah. I don't know. Like they're going to need to do something here. Yeah, they do. I watched last season. It was like and then on the reunion, they're all talking about like how they bought a house. Like I'm not didn't come here to see like financially responsible people with their lives together. Yeah, it's not entertaining. It's not. It's very boring. Um, let's have a quick succession moment. Um, yeah, I mean, Succession's tough to talk about because it's like a good show. So there's not like much to say in terms of like, right, terribleness. I mean, the only thing that really stuck in my mind was that scene last night with the where he was basically like I hazing his family. What he was like trying to do. He was trying to get them to say who the rat was. They Basically, he wants to acquire this company and called Pierce. And it's news. It obviously seems like a more legitimate news institution, mm-hmm. whereas his is sort of like the tabloidy, right, fake Fox News type of place. Um, so Matt, I'm picturing it sort of like if Fox were to acquire the New York Times, right. which is like no, right, and they and ever it seems like everyone in the family and in the business thinks that this is a horrible idea, but no one will tell him. So they all keep trying to like say shit behind his back, and he's like pissed. Because he knows that that's happening. Okay. But so he's trying to like embarrass all of them, but except like to figure out who the one person is who's betraying him, but it's actually all of them. Right. I feel like this, like, everyone's like, things are not happening like almost like as slowly as like I would imagine them to have played out in a more realistic sense. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, this whole thing is one episode. Right. Like, like, think about, like, when we have, like, a business decision. It takes, like, six months. Right. You're not just, like, I'm doing this and everyone's, like, you know, yeah. I don't, it just doesn't, it didn't seem, like, that realistic to me, which I get it. It's a TV show. But still, there's, I felt like they're also, like, even, like, the character development. I feel like Tom is, like, becoming, like, too nice too fast. No, I feel like Tom is, like confused about if like, he should be why nice would greg like be there almost i was kind of like right it feels like you wouldn't be invited to this at this point yeah like you have the top legal counsel in the company in this huge conglomerate and then you have greg right but he is their cousin he's living in i know Kendall's but they apartment. don't yeah but that also seemed weird it seemed like they he, they kind of like threw him a job last season which seems sort of realistic and this season he's like invited to everything well they need him because he's like a good character no he is a good character and i like enjoy his presence but i also kind of just feel like it's not making sense to me why everyone is like there's something that just uh, that seems like a stretch right that they would all be together all the time well it's i mean that was just an insane scene where he was like making them like go on the floor and i think the presidential thing is like pretty funny too Oh, Connor. Yeah. Yeah, it is funny. He's like 
terrible. And how everyone's like, you shouldn't do this. But I thought it was interesting that it's like the dad's trying to buy this company and everyone's like, don't. And right. Connor's also trying to be president and everyone's like, maybe don't. And yeah, they, they both just like, don't listen. It's crazy like how if you have so much money, you can just like do stupid shit all the time. Yeah. How bored must they be? I don't know. I hope this episode was weird. I hope the episode next, the next one is like different. Yeah. I don't know. There's so something about the show. I, I said this last week too. It's like, there's not enough like glimpses of warmth. Yeah. You need like something somewhere. Yeah. Something like, slightly feel good. I'm not like even a feel good person, but this is like all just a little too like depressing and intense. Like even Game of Thrones, which is kind of like a depressing, intense show, still has like some like glimpses of like a yeah. loving bond somewhere. Yeah. I see what you mean. I, I agree. Like um, there's no redeeming relationships, I think, at all. Yeah. Like I was honestly a little other than that scene. I was like, what is like, what is the purpose of this episode? Meaning like, what's the theme? And then that happened and I was just like so horrified. Like I felt it in my stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. Yeah. So guys, today we were sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you know, if you've listened to our show, you know we love therapy, all of us. Um, we highly suggest and we think everyone should get the therapy that they need. All you do is connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. And it's super convenient. You can get help on your own time and at your own pace by scheduling secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. They have licensed professional counselors who specialize in everything ranging from depression, stress, anxiety, relationship issues, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem issues. Everything you share is confidential. And if you don't like your counselor for some reason, you can request a new one at any time with no additional charge. They have over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states, so chances are you should be able to find a good one. Um, but it's available worldwide, and you can communicate with them through four different communication modes, text, chat, phone, and video. And once you sign up, you can start working with them in under 24 hours. They're available on desktop, mobile web, Android, and iOS. And generally, you would do the sessions weekly unless your therapist wants to do more, but you can speak to them in between sessions, of course. If money is an issue, there is financial aid available for those who qualify. It's secure, convenient, professional, and affordable. And we just have to let you know this is not a crisis line. So best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Patch Slap listeners get 10% off their first month with discount code SLAPPED. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash slapped. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash slapped. Betterhelp.com slash slapped. The discount code is slapped. Dear Betches, I just have a lot of feelings. Should we do a Dear Betch? Yes. Let's do it. You want to read the email? Sure. Hi, Betches. Love all your content so much. I need some career advice. I'm 23 and just celebrated one year at my first job out of college. I work at a marketing agency and on the whole, things are going well. The company is fun. I'm pretty good at my job and I'm learning a lot. I know I don't want to be in this industry forever, but I have no idea what I want to do and know that this position will be beneficial to me no matter what I decide to pursue next. However, I often find myself feeling a bit stir crazy, looking at jobs on LinkedIn and searching for master's programs during my lunch. During high school and college, I always bounced around in my job slot, and that was okay because they were just restaurant gigs or internships. Now that I'm a big girl, it doesn't really fly to move around every year. So how do I keep myself engaged and passionate? Is it bad to jump around every year until I find something that sticks? Is going to grad school just just to do it a bad idea? Will I always find myself feeling this way unless I stick it out? Sincerely, career-confused bitch. 
That sounds like a pretty typical core life crisis situation. Yeah. Um, I think you definitely shouldn't do anything just to do it. And I think that's why people jump around too many times when they're just like, I'll take whatever I can get. Especially not something as expensive as grad school. Right. I think it's important to take like a second and like think about what you actually want to do and make like an informed, educated guess, not just like a random guess from like moving around from one thing to the other. I think it's like... You should you should get jobs with a purpose, not like, yeah, not just yeah. Take whatever like sounds like it could be remotely interesting. Like I think it's important to approach the job search, especially so you don't waste. Like you don't want to be like turn you turn around and you're thirty and you're kind of like I was just kind of like sampling all the jobs. Right, 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 right. I mean, and I mean it's okay to like take a while to get there, but I just don't. I think you should take like a very like serious. Um, Thought, thoughtful right yeah. thoughtful approach to getting there also like it seems like you're you like your job but you're stir crazy i just like have to say that like it is normal to be bored at work like yeah we're all bored at work especially at the end of august it's not a i thought you were gonna say especially us <laughs> no especially at the end of i mean like it's like a kind of a boring time yeah I get it. yeah but i mean but there's I just, i'm saying people sometimes when you're busier yeah. you like don't don't feel as restless right i mean i just think there's a normal level of work dissatisfaction that we all have to like accept right is well, there just in the way that like nothing is perfect like yeah no part of your life is perfect yeah exactly like it's normal to like just not think like to feel like do i really like this like and like very few people and even people who are sure that they're pursuing their passion like very few people are like constantly engaged all the time with what they're doing and mm-hmm. like def- definitely loving it right yeah, I think there's import- it's important to be able to accept a certain amount of that um, and accept that every job, while it has benefits, is going to also, like, have things about it that you don't like. But I would also, like, instead of just jumping from to another job, maybe, like, take the time while you're at this job feeling restless to see maybe there's something at this company that I could be doing that I'd be more passionate and interesting about, interested in. Um, and also if you want to explore something outside, maybe like do that as like an extracurricular hobby or kind of speak to people who are in that industry and get more of a sense for what they actually do. And I think you don't have to like fully change a job to sort of pursue, to like lightly pursue what it might be like to be in a different industry. And it's totally okay to obviously change careers or change paths. You're 23, you're very young. Um, but I would not necessarily just be like jumping ship. I think you can explore that while you still have a job and while if you're especially if it's not like something you you hate doing you don't hate going in there every day you can sort of test the waters of other what other careers might be like exactly and we have a lot of friends who like change change jobs changed total industries changed everything they were in yeah um, we have a friend who was working at deloitte and then she went to medical school yeah and now she's a doctor you or can, gonna be so, so you can do anything yeah yeah you put your mind to it yes and a lot of years and work and money and effort and all that shit exactly and even when you do that there's still going to be times when you're like oh i don't this kind of sucks i wish i was doing the other thing that i was doing before because there's some parts that are better and other parts that are less but i mean on the whole you want to be yeah on the on the whole it's important to just be like fulfilled and like whatever you're doing is a good match for your skill set and something that you like feel like you could really get into yes good advice okay let's play the taylor swift album ranking game let's do it Okay, okay, so we're we're going to rank the following albums. Taylor Swift, Fearless, Speak Now, Red, 1989, Reputation, and Lover. Okay. I want to start this out with a disclaimer that I was not 
really that into Taylor Swift before Red. Neither so, was I. So my feelings on it are clouded. I could agree with that. Okay. So like I was, we weren't like OG. Like I mean, she started singing when she was like fifteen. Yeah, that's so like, like we're not. Yeah, yeah. like okay. I didn't buy Taylor Swift's Fearless or Speak Now, but I know yeah. songs from them. Honestly. I know some songs from them. Yeah. Okay, so my number one is nineteen eighty nine. Same. Yes. I best. feel like that is the quintessential. Yeah. Al- uh, Taylor Swift album. It like. It's so good. It was big and like great in a way that is hard to describe yeah and blank space was genius it was a genius video great video she was like at her peak because she was able to make fun of herself i think that's also when she just people she got became much more like mainstream like it was kind of like you couldn't uh, you couldn't not like her songs yeah her songs are you could have been like a non taylor swift fan before that and then after that it's like you can say whatever you want about her but like her music's solid yes (coughs) Okay. okay i agree what, what was two for you? I put red. I put red also. Oh wow. my god! We were, so, we were like so similar. Yeah, we were the same taste. Red, I loved. I was. I feel like that has just to give you some context. That has. We are never getting back together. Twenty two. I knew you were trouble, and we were like twenty two when this album came out. I just feel like it really like it. It felt um personal. It felt personal. It felt like. The way that she talked about, it. I remember relationships I kind of related to, like the way that it was all like such a big deal, even though like the relationships she's mentioning are like kind of like immature or not real or not like fully formed things. Yeah. Also, like there's nothing like all too well. Like that's a great song. Yeah, there's nothing like it. it's yeah. one of my. It's it's probably one of my top five. I songs. definitely like internalized that song, and I felt that, like it was represented like so many. Of the guys that I was dating, which is weird because it's like it's supposed to, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, this, like every so relationship, but like an all too well relationship. Yeah. Um, For three, I put lover. I put lover, too. Oh, my gosh. Lover also, I feel feels really real to me the way red does. It feels like it represents this time in my life. It's yeah. Like, I don't know if I was younger and I was listening to lover, if I'd be like, this feels like. Yeah. Um, it feels like a more confident, older album. of yeah. Like someone who's like. Has some good times, but is also reflecting on some like. Yeah. It also feels like more personal and less reactive to what was going on, which I would basically I'm just saying I felt that reputation was very reactive. I put that as four. So I put fearless as four and reputation as five. I put reputation as four. um, Speak now as five. Interesting. I like the song mean. Oh, I hate that song. really that's like the one song i hate i think it's like catchy and it's good i still like iconically think of taylor swift performing that with her banjo at like the vmas or something and being like who is this bitch but here's the thing is like she's singing that song and like everyone was being really mean to her right but she is also really mean to other people that's not why at I, that time no at be- that time she was like an innocent banjo playing girl who like people were just mean to yeah but at that point and all she had it yeah. is mean but at that point you kind of sounded like her at that moment oh my God. but like but here's the thing <laughs> then she became someone who like parlays her friendships with Gigi Hadid and Carly Kloss to like make fun of t- t- Katy Perry like you Wasn't like, that after yeah then she, that's who she became right, like after. that's why the whole thing just be- is like yeah it's annoying who um, knows what she was like at that time but yeah. yeah so I had I had um fearless then reputation then speak now Speak now. Speak now. I put as five. Yeah. And then reputation four, six. I fearless. I put six. Okay. I just, those songs were a little too immature for me. It's I like, love was the that song the one? Love Story. 
it's and you belong with me love they were all like a little too like bullshitty like uh, i mean red was was like it was almost yeah. like the level that i could take of like delusional yeah like i was probably like as delusional as red is but not as delusional as, as fearless which is like the song about romeo and juliet yeah love like, story right is that like, that one yeah but it's right. just like or like okay. 15 that like, reminds me of they're a little too immature for me I, I also didn't listen to them maybe if i i think if i listened to them at the time i was like her age when she wrote them i might be like yeah. this is cute but i think i listened to them when i was older and i was like this sounds like bullshit i think you're right but i'm basing it off of how how i feel about the songs that i did know at the time mm-hmm. and i loved these songs and i liked 15 I didn't like them this much. I also like Back to December, but that's they were like a little now. cheesy for me by the time yeah, I heard they, them. Yeah, they are cheesy for sure, but like I still like them. Right. <laughs> okay, and then last I put Taylor Swift. Same. Only because yeah. I don't really know these songs that well. I also just like I don't know. I feel like they I had heard them on the radio right enough by the time that I had like listened to them that I was already sick of the good ones. I feel like we're in a general agreement though. Yes, we are. Right. I think we are. I agree. Yeah. Reputation. I feel people hate on, but I think it's I think it's good. I really like a lot of songs. And after I, I was like that whole, that was like a revenge album against Kanye West or something. Right. That's what I mean. It's right. like, she literally just made it to like fuck with people like for fun. But you know, which what's song the, don't had blame uh, me welcome to New York. 1989 lead track. <laughs> was it? That's yeah. I it's hard to categorize exactly what sometimes they do sound similar. It's not like nothing in this album yeah. sounds like something she's done before. Well, Welcome to New York. I think sounds like, no, I don't know. Spiritually equivalent to I forgot that you existed. Like just the type of song I have to it is. To it, yeah. Well, that was us on the canon of Taylor Swift. Exactly. Who do you want to batch slap this week? Mm. No one. <laughs> You're having a very positive week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess Who I do am. You want to batch slap? Um. Yeah, haven't really been like that annoyed with anyone lately. I don't think. Yeah. So, All right. We're, we're keeping it. We're keeping it positive this week and we're not batch slapping anyone because we have left our immature college days behind. You know what? And we now resolve issues head on instead of harboring resentment. You know, I'll sometimes. batch slap my former self for just being an ass. Yeah. Let's bench. <laughs> let's batch slap our, our 21 year old selves. selves. And yeah. we'll bet slap Taylor Swift at 21, too. Yeah. We'll just throw it in there. Yeah. We were all just, you know, assholes. Oh, there goes our positivity. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we'll see you next week um, on Bet Slaps. And also this Sunday on Diet Starts yes. Tomorrow, which we are about to record. Check it out. So thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Betches.